This is Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where every week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week we'll be talking to Ari Saunders of Webcam Startup. Outside Broker is proud to introduce ASB Marketplace, the first platform where you can buy and sell adult sites and domains for free. ASB Marketplace allows buyers and sellers the chance to come together on properties that are valued below our company's minimum of $50,000. Don't pay for other marketplaces when ASB Marketplace gives you this service for free. Visit asbmarketplace.com and sign up as a seller or as a buyer today. And don't forget ASB Cash, the first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage where you can earn as much as 20% of our broker commission referring sellers and buyers to us at Adult Site Broker. Check out asbcash.com for more details and to sign up. Now let's feature our property of the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. We're offering a rapidly growing hair shaving site, and the price for this site has just been reduced. The owner needs a fast sale for a new project he's working on. The site shows women getting their head shaved. It does not show explicit content, so it's much easier to promote than most adult sites. The site creates an environment for their customers where they feel like they're getting invited to the party of their hair fetish dreams. They love using slogans like, come join the party. There's a sister site that's a unique method of hosting their videos in a discreet manner for their customers. The site is fueled by redirects. This is essentially the brains of the whole operation. It handles the billing and rebilling, user information, and video displays. There's also a separate forum and a download store that did $5,000 in sales the first month alone. There is no paid advertising. They go directly to their customers with targeted SEO, YouTube videos, and social media. The community for this niche is very loyal, and the members will help any way they can to see sites like this grow. They'll donate. Some will even do work for the site for free. This site has a lot of room to grow with a little more time and investment. There's a mailing list of well over 1,100. Models' hair can be sold for thousands of extra dollars. There are trained producers for these shoots who would be happy to stay on after the sale. This great site is now available for only $399,000. Now time for this week's interview. My guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk is Ari Saunders of Webcam Startup. Ari, thanks for being with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, okay, so Ari is a 24-year-old performer and adult industry blogger. Uh, she's CEO of Webcam Startup, very impressive, uh, WCSU News, the Camland Podcast, and many other sister sites. Her specialty is in model referrals, generating thousands of signups for various sites over the years. Uh, the specialty stems from the information that she wished she had as a new performer herself back in 2015. Uh, Webcam 
Bootcamp Startup is a comprehensive adult industry blog resource and guide for tips and tricks to succeeding in the indie adult industry. In addition to helpful guides, informational videos, and regularly provided news on their platform WCSU News, there are also directories created to assist new performers in navigating the important features on sites that they sign up for. The entire site is free to access and prioritizes model feedback directly from performers as well as from social media to compile information to help all performers succeed. You can find them at webcamstartup.com and wcsunews.com. So first of all, Ari, besides what I just mentioned, maybe you can tell me a little more about Webcam Startup. So that was a great introduction. I wish you could introduce the site all the time. Oh, I'd, be, <laughs> I'd be happy to. I, I'm not too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so Webcam Startup is a whole network of different sites. We've got our news site. We have our podcast. We have our site specializing in webmaster information and phone sex. Basically, we have a whole network of things that apply to the indie adult industry. And the most important thing about webcam startup and what it is, is providing free information where it's very hard to find niche information about certain things that are mm -hmm. clearly written out. And you don't have to like go through a bunch of videos to figure out what's going on. We try to break it down as easy as possible and provide mm. it free of charge. And well, mostly free of charge. We do use affiliate links and referral links. So the mm -hmm. sites are paying us basically. Well, I hope so. <laughs> you're not just, you're not just doing this out of the goodness of your heart then, huh? So I was doing it out of the goodness of my heart. And that is how I originally connected with webcam startup. I did not invent the idea, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, now I get paid for it, thankfully. So it's hey. definitely better now. <laughs> hey, there you go. Better better to be paid than not to be paid. I've noticed that over the years. That's something I've learned as time's gone on. So <laughs> why did Webcam Startup start the Camland podcast and WCSU News? So Webcam Startup has always been about having guides and we originally covered news as well, but we noticed a lot of keyword cannibalization within our content. Hmm. And we wanted to make sure that performers were able to find the content they were looking for easily and didn't have to sift through news. Mm -hmm. And we also find a lot of the mainstream networks that models follow like AVN and XBiz, while mm -hmm. they do cover indie events, they don't really go in depth into it. It's a lot of crossover between mainstream and indie. So mm. what we've tried to do is focus entirely on the indie industry, which brought about WCSU News and the Camland podcast for people who don't want to scroll through a site and read what news is currently going on. Okay. Now, I've heard the term indie uh, uh, cam industry a lot. What's the differentiation between the indie cam industry and the rest of the cam industry? So the biggest identifier for me for indie is that you manage yourself mm. and generally you'll be, you know, doing it from home. Your home is your home base. Okay. Um, you probably do your own editing, your own scheduling. If you do collaborate with people, you're setting that up by yourself. No one's mm. taking a cut from you. I got um, it. So that's my main way I identify it. So really, it's it's independent models. It's not models that are um, that are uh, working for studios. 
Yes. While we do try to cover some studio news, mm-hmm. it's, it seems like they're very secretive sometimes. So it's mm-hmm. a little harder mm-hmm. to get in there. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we do try to cover some of that as well. We do cover how to break up with your studio if you ever want to, because mm-hmm. I personally almost always suggest being independent if you have the ability to. Sure. So. Yeah, we've gone into that a little bit. I think being independent is a huge thing. And if you don't need a location or equipment provided, it's mm. definitely what I recommend. Why, why should somebody be independent as opposed to, uh, to having a place to go to work? Well, having the place is pretty much the only benefit. There's mm. an overwhelming amount of virtual studios that have started up that yep. guarantee things like traffic and other various things that they can't really prove to you that they're offering you. Mm. And you can do a lot of the things they offer yourself if you're willing to put the time into researching and building up your audience and stuff like that. So Mm. I... I don't know. Some studios with the physical location, it's awesome, Mm. but it's overwhelmingly virtual these days, at least in my area of the world. I'm in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, we just sold we just sold a virtual studio, so I was kind of going, oh, okay. Um, so, um, uh, what are the benefits to performers finding information on webcam startup? So I went into it a little bit before, but it's obviously mm. that it's free. I mean, you yeah. can look up stuff offered by other performers, and there's you know there's people offering classes that you're paying. 50 to a hundred dollars for, or hmm. these like special guides that they hmm. send you in a Google drive and they're charging you X amount for it. And I think my favorite part of it is that being a performer myself, I know I'm not charging performers for this information. It's free right. of charge. And you can also suggest ideas to us. So say you're like, Hey, I need a guide on how to do the underwater fetish. That's just an hmm. example because Katie did an excellent article on it the other day. Um, We will research it. We will hire performers to actually give us their feedback or write up an article for us that are experienced and we will put it out there for free. And I think that is just super important to have out there because it's very hard to find free information, especially on niche topics like fetishes or specific Mm -hmm. sites. Yeah. Now the fact it's a free resource and other people are charging, that's, that, that's a, that's a tremendous benefit for people. You know, it's interesting. Um, I, I spoke to one gentleman in Europe, uh, who was talking about, uh, the, you know, the fact that, uh, models can, uh, be affiliates. And, uh, I was like, wow, I never knew that. Uh, maybe tell me a little bit about that. So I always tell every single model that isn't an affiliate already, like you need to be an affiliate Mm. because models have the network for it. We have the traffic. We make friends with fellow performers and we also have the customer traffic. So if you're already promoting your links for your websites, there is no reason you can't swap that link out for an affiliate link, a referral link, and just be making extra profit from it. Or if your friend wants to sign up and you're helping them get signed up and helping them with tips on how to succeed on a site, why not have them sign up under your link so you can directly see Mm -hmm. how your help is benefiting them and they're 
success then pays you. It totally Mm. makes sense. And it's so important for models to do. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, does webcam startup have any benefits for studios or webmasters, or is it only for performers? So we definitely do have some benefits for studios and webmasters. Mm. We have our sister site, Camming Webmasters, Mm. and our original creator, uh, Nate Hammond, he Mm -hmm. was actually an SEO expert. So we have things that can assist pretty much every branch of the industry. While that's Mm -hmm. not my specialty, we obviously do have the guides up that people Mm -hmm. can look to. And I'm, I'm still trying to become an expert myself. So I can also help a little more than your average Joe. (laughs) Yeah. Nate's a brain on SEO. I mean, he, he gave me so much help and I'm, I'm an SEO and technical dummy. You know, I, I don't know a damn thing about any of that. Uh, I guess I could study it a little more, but I was always like, Nate, Nate, help me. What should I do here? (laughs) And it's really funny. I'll tell you a funny story. I have all these domains. Um, I'm up to uh, 71 now that, uh, yeah, that are, well, no, no, that's just related to adult site broker. Okay. Uh, I've like cornered the market and well, there's, there's, there's stuff I'm going to do ahead, but that's another story. Anyway, I, I put like a few lines of text on all of them and I was pointing them to my, my site. And I said, what do you think, Wayne? What, what do you think, Nate? And he's like, no, take him down, take him down. I go, he goes, the search engines are going to ban you. So <laughs> it's like, okay, I will. Yeah. So I just forwarded him. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, I almost made a brutal mistake, but our, our, our natural SEO is very good because adult site broker, obviously, um, you know, that's like a big search. So anyway, but yeah, Nate, Nate's been just phenomenal and I've been aware of the company since day one. So, um, so how did, how did you become a, a CEO, by the way? So I became CEO um, last year in January. Nate just had a lot going on and we'd already Mm -hmm. gone into the partnership and he decided that he needed to take some time off and it was only supposed to be a few months, but he, uh, he never came back. (laughs) (laughs) He's, he's, he's enjoying the checks. Yes, he is. And I will have everybody know I do the accounting and he does still get paid. I'm not ripping Nate off, but he, sure um, you're not. He's, he's great. When I need him for anything technical, mm-hmm. he can still log in and help me out with stuff like that. Yeah. Um, he is our behind the scenes guru for mm-hmm. keeping the site functional at the very least. And I will admit I have broken the site at least three <laughs> times in the past year and a half. And he has come to the rescue. <laughs> Join the club. Right. I break my site all the time. <laughs> that's what, that, that's, great? well, that's what devs are for, man. You know, that's what devs are for. I got a guy. Well, work- I guess Nate is the dev now. <laughs> oh, well, he always has been. No, I, I've got a guy working full time now because it's, it's gotten to that point where it's necessary because we have a, an affiliate program and we've got a podcast and we're about to launch a, uh, well, by the time this runs, we'll have launched our marketplace. You know, we're recording it like right before it's going to launch and it's a lot to do. There's just a lot to do, but yes, I'm very good at breaking my site. Um, so <laughs> all, all of us tech dummies are my dear. So, so talk to me. Okay. So you're 24 years old. Okay. Uh, you said last January you became CEO? Yes. So you were 23. Yes. T- talk about the journey. I, I'm I'm blown away. 
I really am. And I told you even before when before we started the interview that I'm pretty blown away by you and your abilities at your tender years. Um, you've obviously been doing this all your adult life, been in the industry. Talk about the journey from starting as a performer to where you are today. So when I started as a performer, I was actually still in high school. I was working full time while in high school. And um, I just I hated my job. I was an assistant manager at a Dunkin Donuts. I (laughs) just needed more money. I was living with my girlfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. And I I was just having a terrible time. I lived in New Jersey and I don't mm. know if you're familiar with like the price of the States and everything, but New Jersey mm. is like of the course. most expensive state. <laughs> wait, wait, more than, wait, more than California. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, it's up there. It's okay. gotta be like number two or number three with California as okay. number one. Okay. It's seriously up there. The taxes are ridiculous. Oh yeah. But I just needed some money and mm. I needed to be able to support myself and pay my bills and sure. actually get a jump start in life. Mm. And the minimum wage at Dunkin' Donuts was not doing it. <laughs> and but the co- but the coffee's great, right? <laughs> oh man. Getting free lattes on the daily, that is a benefit. I do oh, spend yeah. a lot of money on coffee now. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. maybe I should have just kept that on the side. <laughs> but I got started and my my first cam show was a joke. I logged in and my room was a mess and I was like, what am I even doing? Three days after I turned 18 and I'm just sitting in my computer chair singing songs and I got a bunch of viewers mm-hmm. and it just I never left after that. I uh, loved the environment mm-hmm. and I loved performing and connecting with people and Mm -hmm. I had a lot of performers along the way who I reached out to who helped me and eventually I just kind of became like really invested in learning more about the industry trying out new sites and I was one of the first performers to use Indie Bill Mm. rest in peace to Indie Bill yeah yeah Yeah, I uh, I actually brokered it but anyway go ahead (laughs) (laughs) So Nate was um, looking for performers to do reviews on various sites. And he reached out to IndieBill and was like, hey, send me one of your performers who can write a sentence that is legible. (laughs) (laughs) And that is how we got put into contact. Hmm. And I just kept bringing up more suggestions to him like, hey, have you thought about doing a review on this or covering this? And he was like, you know what? do whatever you want I'll pay you for it and then Mm. eventually he brought me on as a partner because I was Mm. managing a lot of the communications on the site wow and it just kept going from there I mean I it kind of got like pushed into my lap not to say I don't love it but he just slowly started to pass it off to me Mm. and it felt very natural and I love being in this position I always loved writing and mm-hmm. journalism and to do it in a niche that I now work in and specialize in is awesome well it's it's pretty obvious I hear the enthusiasm and it's obvious you're very good at it so it sounds like you've taken it to the next level I, I kind of hate that saying but it sounds like you definitely have so what type of adult websites are showing growth according to webcam startup stats So fan clubs are all the rage right now. Mm. I can tell you OnlyFans in particular, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. The growth there is outstanding. Mm. And they they know that, which is why they changed their referral program to be a year instead of lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, uh, you gotta, ah, uh, you gotta love Leo, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That hurt me a little bit. That hurt me oh, yeah. right in the heart, Leo. But it's okay. <laughs> but fan clubs are where it's at. If you're oh, yeah. joining the industry, or even if you're in the industry already, and you don't have a fan club already, mm. just open one. The people yeah. love it. So you call you call the clip sites fan clubs. So fan clubs are different than clip sites. Okay, tell me. Tell me. Tell me about it. How are they okay. different? So fan clubs are generally something that will have a subscription and it's going to have multiple performers on it. It's not ah. dedicated to one performer. Right. So only fans is a fan club. Model Centro is something different. Hmm. Um, we call those, I guess, AMS type sites. And then we have. And that stands, sites, AMS stands for? Uh, adult membership site. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> We then have clip sites, which you can offer individual videos for sale. And mm -hmm. there may be a subscription feature, but it's not going to be the primary focus. So uh, many vids is a clip site. They have a membership, but it's mm -hmm. not the primary focus of many vids. And then obviously your camming site, you cam on there and that's the primary focus. So we kind of organize it by whatever either the site started as or what they specialize in. Okay. So webcam startup. Uh, focuses not only on the cams, but also the fan clubs and the clip sites, right? And the phone sex sites and mm -hmm. pretty much everything. Like okay. every single adult site, we have something on it. Even the adult social networks that you wouldn't even really think of, mm -hmm. they're on there. Okay. All right. So what advice would you give to adult bloggers looking to get into affiliate marketing and actually make money? So first you need to figure out what you want to target. Do you want to target model referrals or do you want to target customer referrals? Mm -hmm. And obviously customer referrals are going to be easier. Most sites mm -hmm. will provide you with content to even promote to get people to sign up. And mm -hmm. if you're waving someone's boobs in someone's face, like that's getting signups is not super hard if you have the ability <laughs> to create a website and market that website. So outside of deciding what you're going to be marketing to, um, do some research on SEO. That is the biggest thing. And that will put you ahead of everybody else because you can pay hundreds upon hundreds of dollars for traffic, but nothing will ever beat the ability to organically bring viewers to your site with SEO. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm a man and you know, when women wave their boobs at me, I kind of do whatever they want. So, um, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I got to tell my wife to do that more often. Um, so tell me more about the webcam startup team. So our team is comprised of contributors that will just contribute randomly, but our main base is myself Katie Churchill, who is our staff news writer. She's um, fantastic. She our, She's fantastic. Yeah, she does our interviews. Yeah, she I just, just talked to you recently. Yes, she did. And I got to tell you, she was delightful. She's wonderful. She, like, mm -hmm. her confidence and her ability to just be honest is what mm -hmm. drew me to her. Like, mm -hmm. she tells it how it is, and mm -hmm. I love her for that. Yeah. 
And, and then we have Alec Hardy. He is our sex toy specialist, our male performer specialist. Uh, we find it very important to cover the male and female sides of yeah, the industry. Of course. So we have him there and he covers a great deal of stuff for male cameras and clip performers. And then we regularly receive contributions from Carrie Anthony, Greg Busyman, and just various contributors. We pay $100 per pop per article. So like mm. we, we definitely get our fair share of contributors and it's super awesome. That's great. Now, uh, are you currently looking for more contributors? Always. If you <laughs> have a topic you want to pitch us on, the contact form, it, my assistant will forward it to me and then I will let you know if I want to run with it. If you search mm -hmm. on the site and you can't find what you're looking for and you want to write about it, let me know. We're mm -hmm. currently looking for more people with um, like MFC experience and Chatterbait mm. experience, yeah. all the token sites. Me and Katie yeah. are a little introverted so <laughs> we're not on the oh sites. yeah i can really tell you guys are, are introverted yeah it's very obvious um yeah okay <laughs> so um <laughs> um do you prefer working on the b2b side of the industry or the performer side so i love the b2b side mm -hmm. um but a lot of the people on the b2b side are i i like to call them dude bros <laughs> Which is probably a little okay. Offensive. Tell me a little bit about that. So, uh, the affiliate side of things and the business side of things is not heavily female dominant to begin with. And yeah. then, if there are females in that side, generally they aren't performers. So, I hmm. find that a lot of communications on the business side of things, um, they don't go that well. I've, it's hmm. gotten to the point where I've considered creating a male persona for it. So, okay. Okay. What's yeah. your What's your male name? Uh, sometimes I just pretend to be Nate, and it works. And uh, people are like, okay. "Oh my gosh, Nate, okay. you're typing so differently. Yeah. It, you're actually making sense because he loves to send cryptic <laughs> emails." <laughs> yes. I, yes, I know. On about twelve in a row. Uh, <laughs> so what? <laughs> she she laughs, but she knows it's true. It's like he'll he'll start he'll start a uh, a thought, and then he sends another one, and then he sends another one, and then he sends. Another I've learned one. to decipher it. It's a skill of mine. That's how I've gotten mm. this far. Well, I think it's he's used to chatting. So when he emails, he kind of emails like he chats. It's pretty funny. Yeah, um, I just talk to him on Facebook Messenger now, so I can just react to his messages. Mm, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. I should have probably done that because <laughs> my inbox was just getting jammed. And by the way, do tell him to email me because I miss him very much. Okay. So please tell him that because I really miss Nate. I'd love to, I'd love to connect. Um, what advice would you give new models just getting into performing? I would say do your research. Don't oh. go into it naive. Don't look at the first few rows on the campsite you want to try. And don't mm -hmm. look at just the homepage on a clip site you want to try. Look at the people on, you know, the last pages. See how long they've been on there. See how much time they've dedicated. Mm -hmm. And try to keep in mind it's not instant money. A mm. lot of people get into the industry with the idea that they're going to instantly make thousands of dollars. Hmm, and we hmm. see the memes and the jokes like, did you yeah. hear Pornhub is paying millions for yeah. a video of you and your man? Like they're not. No. And you got to come into it knowing that's not what you're going to get. You're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to invest time. And mm -hmm. 
even then it you might not make thousands of thousands of dollars it just might be a little side hustle so you have to come in with your expectations set right yeah i think people in our industry in general think that like there's gold in them their hills and and they you know they'll start a site okay and then they expect the whole world to come to them and give them money. And I'm sure models are exactly the same way. Oh, yeah. You think that there's this taboo with adult content. So you think that if you're willing to show all this, that you deserve X amount. But at the end hmm. of the day, there's always going to be someone online giving away the same thing you're giving away at a cheaper sure, price. So sure. you have to learn to market yourself, define your price, and just become comfortable with how you're going to market yourself and the amount of time you're going to have to put in before you actually see conversions that are making a decent amount of money. Hmm. And that brings up a good question. Um, Obviously, with the pandemic, there's got to be a pandemic-related question because, well, there just does. Um, (laughs) The number of performers on on sites like OnlyFans is just massive now, okay? How has that affected the market for performers? The performer turnover is absolutely horrendous. Um, So it's affected performers in a way where you're losing a lot of trust with customers recently because Mm. they expect to buy from someone and then that person could not be there the next day. Mm. So you're having to work a little bit harder to connect with your customer and Hmm. kind of show them that if you're offering like a membership or Hmm. it's something that's not a one and done, that you're going to be there the next day posting and they're going to get their money's worth. And of course, yeah, there's always going to be like some customer that is just a pain and is like, oh, no, really? I can't imagine. I can't imagine that. (laughs) tomorrow you won't even be here give me my money's worth now Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's definitely spiked dramatically due to the pandemic but along with that comes the appreciation from customers who see models working through the pandemic Mm -hmm. that haven't stopped and have been around and want to keep supporting them so Mm -hmm. it's a double-edged sword but it's it's definitely a problem. The oversaturation sucks. And mm. I believe there was a study done that said like mm. cam performers, the average cam performer stays around for like three weeks. Wow. It's got to be worse during the pandemic. Well, yeah. And they, because like you said, they expect to get rich in a week. And then they log on and have three viewers and they're sorely disappointed. <laughs> so how much are you still performing, by the way? So I'm mostly doing offline stuff now. I Mm -hmm. I do fan clubs, clips. I actually recently got payment processing on my site um, because Mm. I'm trying to bring people over to me directly rather than through middlemen because I get fired up about a lot of issues happening on clip sites more than Mm -hmm. I should. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've I've pretty much been focusing on that. I do some Twitch streams every once in a while, but Mm -hmm. I am planning on coming back to cam once things slow down on the news side of the industry throughout the summer, because, you know, summer slump is notorious for being a slow time. Do you sleep? Uh, Sometimes. Mm, Okay. Well, you're 20, you're 24. So uh, I'm sure you still have a lot of that youthful energy. So that's a beautiful thing. At, at, at 63, I need my beauty rest. God knows. Um, so how do you feel your experience as a performer gives you better insight for adult blogging? 
obviously I'm dealing with it firsthand. My mm-hmm. social media feed isn't other bloggers. It's performers. It's people I consider my peers and my friends and mm-hmm. people who have opinions on things going on. Sure. And I get to see it directly from their point of view. And then I get to log in to these sites and experience it myself. And it's something that is great for adult blogging because basically I'm not bullshitting. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people that you can type a review about a site and say it's 10 out of 10 great, but Mm -hmm. do you actually log in and try to sell content on it and make Mm -hmm. money on it? Or are you just saying it's great because you logged in and your affiliate platform looked awesome? Mm -hmm. So that's very helpful. Having not only the experience of the affiliate side, but getting to see how other performers feel and how I feel myself logging into a site is super useful. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, over the years, a lot of people in the adult industry have talked about how the 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 affiliate model is dead, at least where pay sites are concerned. Uh, we talked a little bit about affiliates, but how important do you think affiliate and referral programs are in this industry? I think that they are very important. Um, I think especially for people referring customers to a site Mm -hmm. that they can make or break a site Mm -hmm. because you'll see the number one campsite is Chatterbait and it has been for some time now. And it's because their affiliate program, they offer anyone who converts a customer 20% of token purchases for life. Beautiful. And it's a beautiful form of traffic. Not for, not for one year. No, not for one year for life. Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't get me started on OnlyFans. I could talk about that for days. But Chatterbait is great because Mm -hmm. they know that giving these links to their performers, Mm -hmm. their performers are going to post these links, and people are actually going to click them because people are visiting Chatterbait because they want to see these hot girls so to have or or hot guys or hot (laughs) bays. They -hmm. have these hot people posting There are links for them. That's basically, you know, that's advertising they didn't have to pay out of pocket for. They're only paying based on conversion. And that is an excellent system to have. Right. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, you, if you, it's, it's an old axiom, but if you take care of people, people will take care of you. Exactly. When I post a link personally, am I going to post a link to a site that's going to pay me like, 50% 50% and nothing extra? Or am I going to post a link to the site that will give me like 20% whether they spend it on me or someone else just mm. getting them to the site is what I needed to do. Obviously, I'm going to go with the extra 20%. Who wouldn't? Absolutely. Now, talk about the future plans for webcam startup or at least anything you can divulge without killing me. <laughs> so webcam startup is obviously going to just continue growing forever as the industry does. We will keep covering important news. We will keep covering important site updates and we are looking to expand even more. We are Mm -hmm. expanding our fetish list right now to include Mm. more information about fetishes. And we have just a lot of projects that we want to get started on. Katie has started this amazing interview series, which you guys should definitely check out because we, because, (laughs) because, because I'm on it. Yeah, exactly. I'm on it too. Me and you are actually oh, good, releases. good, good. <laughs> so it, that is definitely the biggest project for webcam startup is going to be getting to know people in the industry more, including site owners, site brokers, performers, anything like that. 
So if you want to be interviewed, you know, reach out to us, Mm -hmm. um, check that out. But basically webcam startup, our big plans are to evolve with the industry and Mm -hmm. we are looking forward to the next year, seeing what happens, what comes out of the pandemic once Mm -hmm. in-person events start again. Mm -hmm. So I'm just looking forward to it. I'm going to have to start like another webinar or something because Mm. I do that all the time. I just love projects. Yeah, well, I can tell you don't like sleep. Um, <laughs> so it's it seems we share a passion, dogs. And yes. you told me you have six and you beat me. We only have four. We were thinking about adopting a puppy, but we were worried about what it was going to do for our old guy who's on the sofa near me right now. Um, so how do your pups enrich your life? My pups enrich my life in so many ways. I mean, I don't have hobbies outside of work, so they're the only thing really that can pull me away from the computer. When one of their cute little faces comes up next to my chair and is like, all right, let's go play fetch. You know, I can't say no to that. Yeah. So they they get me out of my my little cave Mm. (laughs) in my computer room and get me to go outside. And I got quite a few of them through fostering, which has also been just an excellent experience. Um, seeing one of my dogs in particular, he was thrown from a vehicle. Great he had it, yeah. yeah, full body of road rash. Oh. He was 40 pounds mm. and he was not supposed to be. Seeing mm. him grow and become healthy was just so wonderful. And yeah. just the love that they give and the trust that yeah. they gain back over time is awesome. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, we've got three rescues. And a Pekingese, but we won't talk about that. Thank, <laughs> thanks, thank you to my wife. So besides the dogs, what do you like to do in your spare time? I do quite a bit of writing. I am mm. a published author outside mm. of the porn world. I do um, mostly poetry. I've wow. entered quite a few poetry contests Jeez. and placed in a few. Nice. Um, so yeah, that's my main gig besides this. I just bought a house, actually. So my most Mazel recent tough. thing is like living in Home Depot and doing home mm, projects. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's funny. Um, well, hey, Ari, I'd like to thank you for being our guest today on Adults at Broker Talk, and I hope we'll get a chance to do this again really soon. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Again, it's a pleasure to have you. My broker tip today is part six of what to do to make your site more valuable for when you decide to sell it later. Here's more information on what to give to a potential buyer. How well has your content been protected from piracy and what steps have you taken to protect your content? Are you using a piracy takedown or monitoring service? These are important facts to know. What promotional tools do you offer to your affiliates? The more tools you offer, the more successful your affiliates will be. What's your traffic breakdown by country? Tier 1 countries like the USA, Canada, the UK, Germany, and Australia are the most preferred. Add in anything else that will add value to the sale of your property that you can think of, such as what custom scripts do you use? What content management system software is on your site? Do you use billing or affiliate software like NATS? What is your retention rate? How you retain your members is of the utmost importance. How many joins and rebills do you have per day? Do you buy advertising, and if so, what kind? Can your content make more money in the DVD or VOD markets, or have you already taken advantage of this opportunity? How much did you spend to produce or buy the content that's on your site? What do you believe the content is worth now? 
What's special or different about your site? How is it unique? Make sure and include a list of all of the websites you're selling and in addition to any domains that come along with the sale. Is there anything that adds value to the sale? Provide them with any additional information upon request. Before giving a buyer any information, have them sign a non-disclosure agreement. If you use a broker, the NDA will be provided for you. Good brokers like, oh, I don't know, adult site broker, have a large resource of potential buyers that are looking for properties just like yours, and they know how to deal with potential buyers. They'll also negotiate the terms of the sale, such as price and any payment terms. Before closing the sale, find a good escrow service to make sure that both the buyer and the seller are protected. We have those resources, of course. We'll talk about this subject more next week. And next week, we'll be talking to Reba Rocket from Takedown Piracy. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guest, Ari Saunders of Webcam Startup. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.